another one. I don't know if you could take it. No, you wanna see me naked, naked, naked. I wanna be a baby, baby, baby. Spinning in as much as I could gain from me, take. Hey y'all, how y'all doing? It's Fowley as always, Fairy Fish from Friends, and welcome for episode 44 of the Game Podcast. This week I am joined with the iconic, talented, hilarious, stunning, witty, quick, amazing, Courtland you are, Yes, You are ma'am. just setting these people up. You are setting these people up. Listen, I'm a stand. So I'm a stand. Like, can, can I stand? Like, let the bitch you live. Can, you can, okay, okay. All right, I'll let you stand. I'll let you stand. What's up, good? What's up, y'all? What's good? Yes. Okay, come on. So who are you, Courtland, for the girls that don't know you? Well, my name is Cortland Janae. I am from New Orleans, Louisiana, um, over there in the States. Um, and I am a podcaster and radio personality and blogger on top of my office nine to five. So your girl just be busy, but you know, I be hustling. I do I do what I gotta do. Yes. Um, so I discovered Cortland uh, not too long ago, to be honest. I'm a new listener from the podcast, the Clearly Misunderstood podcast. Clearly misunderstood yes. at CMU Radio. You can find us. Yes, plug. Come on. <laughs> and uh, I love the show so much. It's so fun because it's always hard to, to listen to a podcast when there are like three people. Mm-hmm. It can get really messy really quickly. But yeah. And they keep on like digressing from the, the subject they were talking about, but still being relevant and funny as well, right? And uh, the show oh. is really, really fun, but also talks about some really issues. For instance, uh, yes. they had an episode about This is America. Uh, that was yes. a really interesting conversation and nice perspective on Donald Glover's music video. That was hilarious, too. But my right. personal favorite has to be uh, the hashtag Clydesdale episode. Clydesdale. Uh, <laughs> this one took me out. <laughs> I was... And shout out to uh, Marlon and so your co- co-host. <laughs> Uh, they're doing the damn thing along your side. And yeah, this is your thing. Really good, guys. Get into it. Yes, yes, yes. Shameless plug. Yeah, clearly misunderstood. Like, basically, like, we gonna have you joked out beginning to end. Like, I tell people, like, tune in for two minutes. Like, mm. just listen for two minutes. If you don't crack a smile or laugh in the first two minutes, like, you could block us. Like, that's just how savage mm-hmm. and funny we are. But we tackle, like, real issues and stuff that you want to hear about, but you're just going to be joked out in the process. Yeah. So, and I, I love it. We, uh, our hundredth episode is actually getting ready to come out on June 20th. Um, Ooh. so that's going to be our season premiere. Um, so yeah, we took a little break, you know, Marlon had to get married and stuff. Yeah. And shout out to Marlon. OMG. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to, we're going to come back with a vengeance. So see me radio.com six Y'all be looking for it. Yeah. And you'll be also writing, uh, fix your crown. Yes, fix your crown uh, blog. I need to do another one of those. I've been slipping, but oh, follow. I've been busy, baby. Yeah. I've been busy. I'm gonna work the BET Awards uh, next week, so I'm okay. going to LA. Um, and then oh, I'm working Essence Fest, and then I'm going to a convention in August. Like I've been working. Essence is, is in New Orleans, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, it is. <laughs> oh my god, I wish I was there. I wish, but one day, one day I might. One day I just might. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, I live. I'm live with this. All right, so without no further ado, let's hop to what's good, what's pointing this week. I'm jealous. I'm overzealous. When I'm down, I get real down. When I'm high, I don't come down. I get angry. Baby, believe me. Okay, so um first on the okay. We have one miss on uh, Nicki Minaj. Uh 
Uh. <laughs> and uh, first off, first off, something that has nothing to do with what I want, was about talking about. But um, so, girl, she should have released her album, but she postponed it to August, right? Right. And um, I'm. I'm no Barb. I'm not someone that is here for the Minaj or will defend the bit. Like I, I enjoy <laughs> her music, and it's okay. I enjoy her music. She has given yes. a lot of cute moments as far as music goes. Yes, but never been yes. an artist to me. What I'm like, oh, I stand for you. I will kill niggas over your name. I'm not that girl. Yes, me neither. Um, this whole album rollout and this whole era with all the um, the singles, you know, uh-huh. Chanley, Bobby Tings, and all that. Um, it's a little bit weird because Ch- <laughs> Chanley, I, I, I actually like, like Chanley a little bit, even though how uh-huh. problematic it can be from like a uh, cultural appropriation point of view. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, I'm, I'm like Sinhalese guy, you know, I, African guy. I'm not going to talk about, you know, on the, on the behalf of the Chinese community or the Asian community, but I like, don't know. It's the street where I'm like, I don't know how to feel about it. That's how I feel too. I feel, I, I feel that way too. Like. You know, it's like, I hate that it's like black Twitter, like we go so hard about people culturally appropriating black people. But then it's like, I feel like sometimes we be hesitant to call out our own when we be doing stuff. And I feel like that's kind of like what Chun Li is. And like, I'm gonna be honest, like, I am more of a, I'm way more of a Cardi B fan. And recently, like, I wasn't rocking with Cardi B and, like, loving hip-hop, like, because I hate loving hip-hop. Loving hip-hop because I just feel like it's problematic. Like, it's too much ratchetness. Like, it makes my head hurt. But since Cardi B's album, I have become such a big fan of hers. And so, like, now Nicki Minaj is annoying to me because Mm. I love Cardi B's realness so much. Mm. You know what? There's... I, I feel you on that because after Cardi mm-hmm. B album and we're gonna go like through that a little bit later on on the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love the bitch now a lot, but mm-hmm. I feel I feel as though that my you know lack of interest towards Nikki is mm-hmm. not necessarily because of Cardi B because I think everybody can be great at the same time. It's more so yeah. that this whole thing, this whole project. She said that it was her best album. It's going to be like the best album out this year. I doubt it. Mm. But go off, sis. You know, I believe in you. The yeah. only thing is, <laughs> I like an artist with a vision. And I like when someone mm-hmm. is always able to give you a cohesive project, right? And yes. even though this Changli is really like, you know, um, problematic, I would at least like for her to stand on the same, you know, environment, same you know, feeling, yes. like, go full on Asian girl. But when yes. you take all of the singles, they're all different things. And you're like, sweetie, what are you yes. doing? And I'm like, yes. and I'm, I'm like, girl, like, give give us something coherent, something that goes well together. And it's like, okay, you have a vision. This is what I want to serve. And you're giving us two different things. And it's like, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't feel like a finished, a finished thing, right? I mean, and I might... Yeah. I might like say some shit and then later on on that same show be oh my god Nicki Minaj is sickening she's gonna make a miss album I don't think so it might be the case <laughs> but I don't think so because from what I've heard yeah. is that this new album is gonna be really reminiscent of her early years and uh, okay I've never been here for early Nicki Minaj I was here for her after the Pink Print that was the album was okay, okay sis I, I get why all the gay girls are so here for you now I get it I'm not. <laughs> I'm not as, you know, keen of you as they are, but, you know, yeah, you're doing your damn thing, right? Yeah. But right. back to what we weren't talking about. So, Miss Thing yes. said uh, on an interview, she pretty much had this comment about how 
girls need to keep their leg. It's okay to keep your legs closed. And it's like, uh-huh. <laughs> all right, <laughs> Nikki, Onika, baby, yes. sweetie. Okay. Go ahead. So, like, on. here's a here's the thing. Like, I will say this. Like, I'm like I'm very old school. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm low key traditional. So, like, I'm here for the message of it's okay to keep your legs closed. Like, so let's just make that clear. It's just like, okay, good message, wrong messenger, problematic messenger, hypocritical messenger. Like, Nikki, you've been talking about like fucking for money for like how long? So it's just like, where's this now. coming from? Mm-hmm. Like it, like even just in her like recent song, like that she, the single "Rich Sex." It's like she's saying, if you wait, I, I got the lyrics pulled up because I want to be accurate. Yes. If you know your pussy worth a Benz truck, don't let homie fucking like his bands up. Like, listen, Nikki, what? Mm-hmm. So what? I'm I'm confused. Like I'm again, I'm okay with the message, but it's just like, are you having a midlife crisis? Like, where's this coming from? Like, it's just not adding up. And she's saying like something she said on Twitter, something about like, um, it's okay to like be a freak with your man and stuff like that. Um, but when it, wait, okay, I found a tweet. A woman could be a freak with her man, sexual, spit, explicit lyrics, um, love freaky girl talk with her girlfriends and requirements to treat her like a queen. None of that equates to selling pussy. Um, and I'm just like, okay, but how could you not have understood, like, Nikki, like, how can you not understand that your hypersexualization is, like, contributing to that? Like, how, how green are you? Like, it just, I don't know, it just screams midlife crisis to me right now. The shit not adding up, and I'm just confused. I'm just confused. Yeah, it's, it's, first off, let me just say that I don't think it's my place, you know, as a dude to be like, hey, girls, do not do this, that, and the third, first of all. Exactly. I like to preface this because I'm not one to insert myself into this debate that I have no business in. Exactly. The only thing if that, nobody do what you want. Yeah, do it. what you got to do. The only thing with Nikki, and this is a point that uh, one of the guests that I have on the show, his name is uh, Jaden Hollywood from the Enterprise Podcast. I just met Jaden yesterday. Really? He's in oh New Orleans God. right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, shout out to Jaden. <laughs> shout out to Jaden. Shout out to Jaden. So he said something that really, every time I think about Nikki, I think about it all the time, is that Nikki, when it comes to her music, she never has a message to say. It's always about <laughs> get some money, and fuck these niggas, right? And she I'm here lacks, for it. She lacks substance. Yeah. And the thing's like, this This is, I'm, and I'm here for it. Like, you know, get get your coins, girl. Get something, right, do right. whatever you want to, get, girl. But at a point where Nikki, like, she has been around for a second now. You know what I mean? She's not mm-hmm. just like a junior artist. It's not her, like, mm-hmm. debut album. She has been around. And the thing is, like, if you have some, if, if that's the way you feel, put it in your music, mama. Put mm-hmm. it in your music. Say some shit. Because clearly, and first of all, the thing that she said like, uh, on this interview that she didn't realize the impact she has, that is bullshit. That is sort of yes. bullshit. Girl, you know what's up. You know you're, you're like... You're a grown-ass woman, Nikki. Like, stop playing. Like, people want to <laughs> act like they don't know their clout and their impact on the world. Really, Nicki Minaj, mm-hmm. bitch. You say yourself that like, you're the number one queen up in this game. You want to act like you don't have no impact on these children? Eggs. Oh, follow. Girl. Say it again for the bitches in the back. Ooh, oh, like yes. don't. Want, I do not like when people are like, "Oh, I guess it was too naive." Because she says that. I guess it was too yeah, naive. She said and all it. She that. said literally, "I don't know if I was naive Girl, or not." But I, it was like, sweetie, 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 I need you to get you together and have someone to like call you out <laughs> on your shit because that's not okay. That's not okay. You can't just yes. be out here in the streets and giving. You know, um. Like, independent bitch, fuck this niggas, niggas, niggas. Okay, great. 
and then look uh-huh. back and be like, oh my God, no, the kids, do not do it. Sweetie, what to do? You know, what's the point? And it's like, it's weird because this, this could be your, your thing. This could be something you can, okay, I want to, you know, promote uh, sex positive behavior without being forced to do uh-huh. it in any time yeah. and all that. Put it in your music because you're talented. Like everyone right. knows that. Everybody would agree to say that. Like, Nicki Minaj is really a talented um, rapper. Put it in your music. Don't say otherwise. But that's the thing. Of, that's the thing about it, though. Like, but we just say like her music typically lacks substance. Mm-hmm. Like, like this. This gonna be. This gonna sound mad shady. But like, maybe she don't know how. Like, maybe she don't know how to put. You, that's music. fair. Like, maybe she doesn't know how to create music with substance. So it's like. The only, feel, the only way she feels like she can get it out is to say it in an interview because all she know how to do is rap about fucking niggas and getting money. Yeah, that's that's really fair because that's... And you can tell now that she's really challenged by uh, Cardi B arrival in the scene because mm-hmm. Cardi B is doing exactly what Nicki is doing, let's be real. Like, they're not yes. too far yes. from what... They, and Cardi is doing mm-hmm. pretty well. <laughs> she, you know, mm-hmm. I must say. Yes. And, and Nicki is shaking and this is the moment where she needs... To, to step her pussy up because in the following years right. if Cardi stays rising this, the way she is even though she's really in some mm-hmm. always in some mess so I hope it happens for her um <laughs> it's no shade like I want to see her win but she, you know mama is messy boots so yeah she is she is <laughs> and um <laughs> I want like Nikki to give give us a a mo and th- this argument works for Drake too so think of it I want, and this is something I say all the time, but just create meaningful music. I don't care if it works mm-hmm. or not. You are at a time in your career when you can put anything you want to. You have proved, your, you have proved yourself to be that girl, okay? It's like, mm-hmm. when, it's like uh, Rihanna for album Anti. It's really weird, but it's so good, right? It's like um, yep. Beyonce with Lemonade. It's, like, Beyonce is doing country music? What the fuck? But it was everything, right? <laughs> And it's, <laughs> exactly. I think every artist that has been around for a block needs to have that one album that is just different from everything else. Like, Lady Gaga has joined. It's bad. But uh-huh. she did it either way. And she, <laughs> and it's not for me, but I appreciated her for changing herself to make some new shit. Right. You know what I mean? It's time, it's time for Nicki to mature mm-hmm. and, like, level up. And I feel like, really I wonder is. if even Nicki, I wonder if even Nicki is getting bored with the fucking niggas get money. I don't money. know. I and don't she, know. May, she might be trying to come up out of that, but like, this ain't the way. Like, <laughs> That's true. Know. That's very I, true. That's very true. It's like yeah, Drake. They're yeah. like way too rich, well too comfortable, and have way mm-hmm. too many stands, and they kind of are disconnected from the reality of what their music is mm-hmm. actually giving and what it's worth now. You know what I mean? Yes. Like in this time and space. Yes. Like, you have artists like, I don't know, like a Caesar. She's just c- coming, and her album is great. You know what I mean? Yes. And it, right. it's, it's saying something. It's cohesive, first of all. So, Nikki, right. if you listen, cohesiveness, that's the key word here. <laughs> and notes. And, and uh, it has a meaning and it has, um, it means something. It's not just like a song, right? You have songs like right. Friends on the Weekend. That's on the Weekend has right. started like countless of Black Twitter debates mm-hmm. about you know being the other girl and all that and that is amazing that that, that thing is amazing right okay and it's exactly. like nikki if it's 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 not a time where you need to like set people see up bitch because ultimately mm-hmm. the clock is ticking and we're gonna find out that are you that talented after all that's the question 
I think I think that's what this is. <laughs> that we might be finding out that she's not. <laughs> that she's not as talented that, you know. That might be what this is. Yeah, that the girls are giving her a little bit too much and she's not mm-hmm. the bitch she thinks she is. Yeah. Well, it's possible. Yeah. So on to another bitch that thing that she is great but not that much, Azita Banks. Um <laughs> So, Miss Azealia Banks. All right. I've never been a fan of Azealia Banks. Uh, my best Neither friend, have I. Okay. My best friend, Ryan, I told me he's a stan. And he's like, fellow you need to listen to her. She's amazing. She's amazing. I was like, you know what? I love you. And you have shown me great music in the past. Let me give her a try. I did. Mm-hmm. Didn't like it. But I still do it regardless. And I was like, you know what? I can't understand why people will love her this much. Get it? Yeah. Get it, get it, get it. The thing is, Mama is problematic as fuck. And mm-hmm. she's problematic because she accused... And I think it was true. I, I didn't do the, the background tr- searching about all that. But she accused mm-hmm. RuPaul of uh, plagiarizing her song. Um, I don't know what her song is, but RuPaul's song is called Call Me Mother. And that song was mm-hmm. really big in the drag community. Like, all the girls were singing this song, right? Um, and mm-hmm. she was pissed about it. And I was, it makes sense. Like if someone plagiarizes your song, go ahead and be mad. Sue them. Get your coins. Get it. Get it. Get it. Right. It makes sense. Exactly. But Azealia had to be extra. She had to be extra. And mama tweeted, um, LOL. I got RuPaul's whip off of the beak bit. Call me mother removed. You will not step on my little black girl toes, bitch. You will take your razor bumps and pumps to the nearest laser hair removal <laughs> clinic. Oh my God. And seethe. At RuPaul by Ugly. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. <sighs> so, um, as you can tell from this comment, uh, RuPaul's song got removed from Spotify. Right. And uh, it's kind of a win for Azula Bank, so it's great. But she had to be... It's not, it's not her being cocky, because I would have been too little real, but you didn't have to be disrespectful. Exactly. You, know I mean? you didn't have to be that. Given, first of your history of being disrespectful to people. Yeah, and I think what Azealia's problem is, is that, like, because I'm going to be honest, like, I've never been an Azealia Banks fan, and I I almost feel, I almost treat Azealia Banks kind of like, I don't know, like, the flu. Like, I'm always dying. <laughs> like, I just, like, I try, I try not to, like, I try not to, like, oh read into her too much. That's a read. Yes. Like, I just, I hear so much bad, I'm be honest, I hear so much bad stuff about her that when I hear, when I hear, keep hearing stuff about her, like, it makes me, like, shy away from, like, like, oh, bitch, ew, I don't want to know. Like, you just mm-hmm. doing too much. Like, because every time I hear about it, it's in a bad light. And I feel like, you know, there's I, nothing I can recall at the moment, but I feel like there's probably been points where Azalea has made good points. Yes. Like, there's been times where she's made solid points. Yes, but I Azalea's will agree that. problem is, is that she always, she wants to call people out on their shit, but she never wants to do it in the right way. Like, two, like Azalea needs to learn the very simple lesson of two wrongs don't make a right. So just, like, if you want to, like, call people out, that's fine. But, like, go about it in the right way and, like, mm-hmm. have your own lane of doing things the right way. Mm-hmm. Don't call people out on their shit, but then you still full of shit. Like, that, it doesn't work. Yeah. That's why Azalea Banks is problematic. It, she very much is because, like you said, sometimes, and pretty, not every time, but sometimes she makes really great points. It's just that the delivery is poor. <laughs> yes. It's really, like, <laughs> sweetie. 
we're going to get we, trash. It's, it's trash. Hot, boiling garbage. And I need PR people to get around this bitch because she's talented. Like, she's really talented. Mm-hmm. She makes some great music. It's not really for me, but she has an audience. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, exactly. Um, somebody like it. Somebody, listen, they're all here. And the thing with them, and that I'm just, and I kind of like read them about that um, on Twitter, is that people like Azili Banks fans are really quick to defend her. Like, they always be out here, yes, this is like a missing little black girl, this, that, and a thirst and an outcast, all that, mm-hmm. which I totally get. However, mm-hmm. when the bitch is coming out with her new music, nobody's talking about it. So tell me what's good. <laughs> so y'all are here, defend her, problematic ass, but don't want to support her on the same. It's like, like, it makes no sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, just... Like, what are y'all actually supporting? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what... What are you actually supporting? What's even the point? If when she puts the music out, y'all know out here in Twitter, you know, sing out, like, hey, Anna went towards how it's an amazing Bob, this, that, and a third. You know what I mean? So it's like, because, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a weird system that I think about them. And uh, the thing that um, I wanted to add to this is that she said later on uh, that, LOL, now that I'm uh, finding claims, RuPaul wants to reach out. Uh, but where was the energy when you were stealing my work and using me as inspiration for your campy ass television show? I'm disappointed uh. in him first and foremost. And as a black person, he was supposed to supposed to have my back. Okay, so there's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> first of all, um, Rup- I had like a conversation with the lovely Anthony Mistentally Black from the Love's Examiner podcast. Uh, two mm-hmm. weeks ago about RuPaul and how problematic he is because yes. he pretty much is. So I'm in the place where I'm like, I don't want to defend RuPaul, but I don't defend Isla Banks either. You know, so I'm yeah. going to defend the people that I actually <laughs> love. So I'm going to defend like, the queens that are in that quote unquote campy ass show. You know yeah. what I mean? Because this show okay. is, you know what? That's not, she makes the point. Like Drag Race is really campy too. It is. Let's be real. It, it really is. <laughs> but. The thing that I didn't like about it and how she was kind of like coming for the drag girls that were on the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have Bob the Drag Queen. I don't know if you know her. Uh, she is the winner of season eight of Rupert Drag Race. Black queen, like hilarious, woke as fuck. Like, like one of the best, top, top five best queens on, on the show. And she nice. clapped back on YouTube and did like a little rap thing. And she was ridding uh-huh. Azula Banks to filth. Because Azula Banks like, went for the juggler and was like, you know, get this hair off your body with the hair removal laser. And, you know, we like she was she was stating that to RuPaul. So yeah. the girls came back right at her. And, you know, yes. because Azula Banks ain't perfect either. So sweetie. No. Mm-hmm. What's Again, good? like I said, two wrongs don't doing? make a right. Mm-hmm. Like she just be doing too damn much. Like she always want to point the finger at people as if she's like perfect herself. Like I just, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like that's that's my problem. I just don't get her. Like I just don't get her. And yeah, you know she's what? Misunderstood. I don't want misunderstood. To. She's clearly misunderstood. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> hell. She really is. That's the the way she's writing all the time. Like I am. Nobody gets me in the industry. Uh, I'm this sad girl that people like use my work, and it's like I get it because she has a point. She really has a point mm-hmm. about how black women are treated in the industry, and especially like she's dark skin and all that. She mm-hmm. has a point. However, sweetie, it's like you're not helping anybody because when you're doing that to the drag girls, the same drag girls are the one that made who you are. The same gay girls, uh-huh. you know what? The, the, the gay black dude that live for you are the same ones that yes. w- watch Rebel Drag Race. So ultimately, the only person you're harming is yourself. Because it's your exactly. bread, mama. It is your bread, exactly. bitch. So well, it's good. Like it's not. And it's so like 
like impossible to fathom because, sweetie, are you dumb? It's like, uh, what? What's happening in your head? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's, there's, I think, a little, you know, you have a little of like emotional intelligence, you know, in order to maneuver mm-hmm. in this type of industry. And clearly, you don't have it, and that's why that accounts for where you are now. And that's not you know shame. I, I was li- like, I, I was literally about to say it. You just said like that accounts for where, why she is where she is now. We're, we have like, the same mind, Cole, man. She's always gonna stay in that place. Mm-hmm. Very much so. She's gonna she's gonna stay stuck, like because she just. I feel like Azealia is not the type of person that strikes me as I'm always trying to grow and better myself. Like, no, I'm just gonna keep talking shit and see what happens. Yes, but I think it's like I, there's gonna be a point where ultimately she's gonna like look back and be like, oh, well, I need to stop whiling. You know what I mean? And I and then, will. At that point, nobody's gonna care. Nobody's gonna care. But yeah, I will still, you know, be like, hey. So this, you started to stop your shit? Okay, now what's the good? <laughs> what, what are you giving me? You know what I mean? I'm going to be that, that girl like, hey, yeah. you have some new music out? You started to stop being problematic? Okay, I'm, I'll listen to it. Because ultimately, right. she's a talented black girl and I support, you know, mm-hmm. I'm waiting for everybody black. Because ultimately, yep. that the thing that she forgets that nobody hates her, her for her, but for the things she says. You know what I mean? Like, ultimately, right. I would like to see Azula Banks thrive as an artist. But she's not giving herself the tools still. So ultimately, yes. I cannot do anything. Exactly. I'm here for it. So, uh, something that uh, people are not really here for, apparently, is On The Run 2, <laughs> uh, featuring one uh, Sean Carter uh, and uh, Beyonce, Giselle, Noel's Hoffman Carter. And um, they are roaming <laughs> Europe at the moment. And mm-hmm. uh, giving us, you know, On The Run 2 and all that. And people are mad about it. I've heard different... People being mad about the show, and not necessarily the show mm-hmm. itself, but more so that Beyonce has not given us, you know, new music and all that. Y'all know I'm a stan. I'm a Beyonce yeah. stan. I'm a proud because she stays emblematic. Shout out to you know Azealia mm-hmm. and uh, keeps consistent, pushes herself forward. But for this era, uh, we don't get anything besides Beachella, which is uh, and even that mm-hmm. you have been that you have got yes. to see. Yes, so. I did see Beyonce live at Coachella. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I actually met TK there. Shout out to TK. Um, oh, yes. Come on to Kenya. And- yes. <laughs> and that's like, a, okay. So I will say, I I respect Beyonce and I love her music. Mm-hmm. I'm more so of a throwback Beyonce fan. Okay. Like Destiny's Child, B-Day. Um, like B-Day is my favorite Beyonce album. Uh, like, okay. that, that's, that's the a great Beyonce answer. I love and, like, connect with the most. What's your favorite um, song from the album? I don't have anything. What'd you say? What's your favorite, th- what's your favorite song from the album? Ooh. It, it's, if you have to pick one, like, only one. There's bad answers, by the way, so you might want to think twice. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Honestly, okay, so, like, when I think about the songs and I think about the videos, like, the visuals that I got from mm, that album. Yes, yes, I'm yes. somewhere between Green Light and Freakum Dress. Ooh, okay, okay. Like, that's, that, like, I just remember, like, I, like I think that. it's almost, like, nostalgia for me because I just think about my childhood and I just remember mm. being in a video, like, if you want to, hey, uh, uh, hey, uh, get uh, the green light. Like, that's uh, what I just remember, uh, like, uh, seeing myself in the mirror dancing to that. Yes. And, like, that just, it makes me smile. Like, you can see the smile on my face. Some yeah. people can't see the smile on my face. But, like, you see how it made it. Like, I just, when I started singing it, like, that's where I am. So, okay. it's just, like, but I love Beyonce and I love 
homegirl's work ethic, like, mm. she just, like, she, it's almost like she can do no wrong. Like, she just, like, I love Beyonce in that matter. Mm-hmm. Am I a beehiver? No. So was I, like, fainting when I saw Beyonce? No, I was not. But did she put on a damn good show? Yes, she did. Like, I would mm. not take that from her. Was I a little disappointed that we got the same show that Coachella Weekend 1 did? Yes, I was. I thought we were going to get a little switch up. Everybody, everybody was low-key disappointed about that. Like, she was like, y'all is going to get this hot pink. I changed it from yellow. Y'all going to get another costume change. And y'all <laughs> going to take this shit because I worked too hard on this set. Y'all going to see this shit twice. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm going to be honest. Like, it wasn't even a fact that it was the same set. I think I was more so hurt that if you was going to do the same set, don't stream it the first weekend, stream it the second weekend. Oh, to make the second weekend okay. people feel like they got something special. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I, of course, like, if you, you part of the... Be- yeah, like, if you part of the Beehive, you're going to watch weekend one being streamed, right? Especially because you, like, you have these such high expectations of Beyonce. Like, you know, I'm going to watch it because I know she's going to switch it up for us anyway. She's going to give us something special. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying to be completely different, but, like, bring out a different guest or something but it's just like you legit stream weekend one like you and then you had your background dancers on twitter talking about oh you think weekend one was lit wait till you see weekend two you went from yellow to pink like you changed starburst colors like what is so lit about that like i don't understand so anyways but back to beyonce on the run tour it's very uh i haven't I, whew, it's been a while since I've be, seen Beyonce in concert. I didn't go to On The Run 1, mm-hmm. um, but my co-worker did, and it was, it was funny, I was having this conversation with him that when he, when the visuals from On The Run 2 started coming out, he was saying, why do I feel like this is recycled? Why do I feel oh, like I've seen this before? For On The Run 1? For on the, he said that when On The Run 2, yeah, from, he felt like it was recycled for On The Run 1. He, oh, feels, okay. like, he feels like On The Run 2 is kind of like recycled. Um, yes. And that's, I like I feel him on that. Like it does kind of all seem a little it is. similar. It really and is. It really is similar. I've seen a lot of things. Yeah. It's giving you on the one one. Um the thing yeah, is Yeah, it is. The, <laughs> and the thing is like I haven't seen on the one one because I remember I just started college but uh back then and I didn't have no coins. So I was like, you know what, you're gonna be pressed and pissed <laughs> and sour and you won't go. I am, but I'm still gonna like, regardless of what I'm about to say that about what I'm about about to say now about this show, I'm still mm-hmm. gonna go because it's Beyonce. I'm gonna get my life. And it's she, Beyonce. She exactly. every she is serving a fucking time. The only thing is that a lot of these people that go there also enjoy Jay-Z's music. I do not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's right. I I am not and. Jesus is one of the greatest like rapper of all time, sure. Like I will give you that. I've never been right. that, that much of a hip hop fan, you know, altogether. Mm-hmm. And um, to see like that's the thing, people. There's two like thing about this. People are still mad at Jay Z being a trash ass niggas for you know cheating on Beyonce and leaving <laughs> all that. That's not that's not my that's not my tea, girl. It's their couple. But I'm legit, here. people are legit mad about that. They're, They're legit they mad about the fact they, that like she she's, is taking this dude on tour mm-hmm. after you done dragged him, and then now y'all want to be like, "Oh, I'm such a happy family." Yes. But okay, so like I get that, but I, I would just it. say this right quick to those people who are mad about that. Mm-hmm. At the same time, like Beyonce is still a wife. She and is she's still a she, mother, and that's people like forget she wasn't that. gonna leave him. Yeah, and the thing is, like she wasn't gonna leave him. Like she wants her family, and that's like. That's part of adulting. Like, you can't just be mm-hmm. like, fuck these niggas and leave. 
Like, if you want real love, you have to fight for it. Exactly. And I feel like that is what she's doing. That's what she's showing exactly. you. I'm going to keep my family. Yeah, this nigga wasn't shit. Mm-hmm. He cheated, but we done reconciled. And now I got my family, and we're going to keep it that way. But I feel like people didn't want that. People wanted, like, fuck that nigga. I'm about to go on tour and show, you know, show you that uh, the guy, the video that you showed me, Adrian expressing yes. express, yes. expression. He was like, you know, show, show me that you still got that freak of dress in the bag. He's like, I get that. But at the same time. She has a duty as a wife. Yeah, as a wife, like, as a she mom. She wants to keep her family together. I get and it. she's a mother. So a I feel like that's where this is coming from. Yeah, and people like... And we get just one side of the whole thing. Like, people th- want to mm-hmm. think as eliminate as a total accurate depiction of what actually happened at the time. Exactly. Yo, we don't know all of that. She didn't book a music mm-hmm. about, like, I don't know. A counseling and therapy, they probably didn't been through that, and we don't know. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I want to think, like as a stand, that if Beyonce's thing, she has like she has a good reason why. You know what I mean? Like if she is still right. this nigga, that he made a mint and redeemed himself, and I'm sure it did because you don't get to like f- like cheat on Beyonce and be good afterwards. You know, and Mama put a whole <laughs> album about it. Okay, so I'm yeah, sure exactly. he did. He paid his dues and whatever he had to to win her back. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I'm mad about being them together is just just that she has to share the stage with somebody else. So if there's like yes. more Jay Z, it means less Beyonce, and I'm like fuck that because I don't even listen to this <laughs> music like that. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. what I've gathered is that people are really mad towards the fact that she didn't put new music out because and yes. uh, something that I don't want to happen. I really don't want it. I will take it if it happens, but I don't want it. Is a joint album. I do not want a Beyonce yeah. and Jay-Z joint album. I'd I, I rather have nothing. To be really honest with you, and that's pretty like, um, selfish of me to say, but I'd rather have nothing yeah. than a joint album. I would, <laughs> I would like for her to wait, cook something sickening for the girls, and have it in 2019, 2020. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm, I do not mm-hmm. want that. It's like, it's like... You know, it might be in the works, and she might see the feedback from this that people are not even feeling the fact that like she's having a joint so she may and they may not do it mm-hmm. but like i i don't i don't i'm be honest i'm not that big of a fan of beyonce and jay-z to like to yeah. get like the musically like they are not like they're not my favorite my favorite songs to be honest like the only one that mm-mm. i stand for is upgrade you everybody else they've done together Right. It's like, and we, and it's let's cool. be honest, we all know Beyonce made Upgrade You. Like, that wasn't, like, Jay-Z was just, like, a nice addition, but it wasn't, like, Courtland. that gave me life. Courtland, I had a version of it without Jay-Z's verse. <laughs> <laughs> I had it for years. It's on my, uh, before I got my iPod, I had it on my Android. <laughs> for years, like, I was so happy when I found it. It was literally cut versus portion of it and just, like, just Beyonce mm-hmm. went through. Like, I don't, I've never been a fan, and it's like, I'm happy for the people that live for Jay-Z, though, because they get to have, yeah. have a tour. Like, shout out to y'all. Y'all get your life, and I'm sure right. Jay-Z is a great performer, great entertainer. Right. Even though he forgot his words at the first Coachella, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, But <laughs> it's like, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm still going to go, get a moment. It's going to be cute or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Beyonce going to serve everything. You know, she's, like, and- I see, ultimately, she's still Beyonce. Exactly, like she is still selling out stadiums with no no new music. Like Mm, that's what I'm saying. Like I respect her. Like Beyonce is doing. Like she is that girl. Like she does a damn thing. Can't nobody else say that they just selling out stadiums and they don't have no no new music. But I feel like for the real Beyonce fans, Mm -hmm. like the only thing that I'm mad about, they're disappointed. Is that 
when she had so it's for era right right before self-titled and mm-hmm. she did uh mr carter show right and mm-hmm. uh it was towards the end so people were mad that she didn't have new music out but the mr carter show was iconic right as a like whole mm-hmm. whole set and at the end she did like grown woman in paris from uh the self-titled era and i wish that it was not that tour that we have right now. I wish we had like a Mr. Carter show. I wish we had like a Formation 2. I wouldn't be mad at Formation 2 to be honest. Mm-hmm. Formation was sickening. It was yes. I- sickening. <laughs> Listen, it was iconic. I did not, I didn't, it was, oh my God. So yeah, the fact that it's on the one too is like, mm, okay, you know, get your coins, go get your coins, girl. I'm not mad. Right, not what you I asked for, show. but mm. she's still, she's still like, you know, dancing her ass off, singing her ass off on stage. So you know what? Get my coins. I'm not mad. I really am not mad. But Jay-Z had to be here, I guess, and whatnot. But I don't know. I just do not I know. feel like I, I love the iconic tweet where it was like, Beyonce is literally taking Jay-Z on tour because she don't trust that nigga at home alone. That, listen, <laughs> that's real. That's very real. Let's be That's, you can see. <laughs> that's real as shit. I love it. That's real as shit. It's like when, you know, your boys out with everybody else. And like, okay, I'm showing up. I'm coming with you. Why? I'm coming with you. <laughs> So it's either gonna be me or nothing. You know what I mean? It's like exactly. I get it. That's real. real. All right. So lastly and briefly, uh, some movie news. You know, I'm not really like a movie person at all, but Miss Viola mm-hmm. Davis, Queen Viola Davis, yes. love this bitch so much. Yes. Um, she is on a new movie called Widows, the Widows movie, and it's like a um a heist movie, some shit like that. Because you know, yeah, and uh, I don't know. It's it looks sickening and mama is giving you acting so she better win an oscar for this or at least get a nomination because i would be mad yes. if she, because she has an emmy i think she might have a tone a tony because she was on a uh she did like broadway like plays right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i need her to have an oscar because she's the yeah. she's that girl or she might have one already for did she get one from the help i don't know uh i don't know i don't okay, know she I got think, one from the help or the help got Oh, yeah. Just receive something in general. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they might have won Best Picture. I don't know. I'm not an Oscar girl, but I need her to get a reward for this. Um, then we have Miles Morales, who is like the black Spider-Man, um, Latinx Spider-Man, yes. and it's like an animated movie, and it's something that I've been in the works for a long time for us geeks out here um, that we <laughs> have been, you know, waiting for this to come out, and it's coming out in uh, Christmas, and it's just like a new take on Spider-Man as a person of color. It's great. Yes. Like, the, I've seen the, the voice acting is really amazing and it's like all ages. Like, can be a kid, can be grown, you can look at it. It's cute mm-hmm. and it's nice Spider-Man. It's not too heavy, not too nerdy, too, you know, really easy to handle. So, yes. you don't, don't need to be like a whole, like, know anything that's Spider-Man. Just get into it and you will get your life. Um, it's coming out on Christmas, so I might review that. And shout out. out to you for putting me on that, cause like mm-hmm. I like I didn't I didn't know anything about it until you sent me the link for the trail. I'm like, damn, this is gonna be. Dope. It looks it looks cool, right? Like I would like to take yeah. my you know my little cousin to do to the you know theaters and all that because since Black Panther, I think everything has changed. I think everything yes. has it has an impact, mm-hmm. and like we get more and more people of color, and it's like it's kind of like. It's not cool to be white anymore. <laughs> like, to be honest, it's like, it's really like, it's not even the, I mean, it's still the norm. It's still like, you know, privilege and all that, of course. It's but, just, we are getting more room at, like, we are pulling up seats at the table yes, and we're we bringing are. our own tables. And Very much I'm so. all for when I see stuff like this, I just think about 
um, you know, like just like me being, you know, a chubby little black girl in New Orleans, like me seeing, you know, Raven Simone growing up, like made me have so much more self-confidence about myself. So like when stuff like this comes out, Mm -hmm. it makes me think about like, so this movie, when I I think about the little black boys that's going to go to this movie and see this, like that is just so (sighs) inspiring. Like, really? I love it. Love it. Love it. And lastly, we have a story born uh, over the Caucasian with um, one Lady Gaga um, and Bradley yes. Cooper. It's like a remake of the movie, A Star is Born. Good, great. Mm-hmm. I don't really, really care about that, to be really honest with you. What I care about <laughs> is, I live for Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. I live for Lady Gaga. You know, I'm, you know, it's like, it's like when you know that you're gay, they give you like the fame of Munster as well. <laughs> they give you like the, the big state. No. Before I stand for Beyonce, I stand for Lady Gaga. And then she got weird and I was like, oh girl, what you doing? But <laughs> she has been seen with, remember 2010 Lady Gaga, like meat dress and being really extra uh-huh. all the time. I was here for that. She was crazy, but I was here for that. She was giving yeah. you what? Cohesive looks, mama. She was giving <laughs> all the way down. Cohesive keywords. <sighs> and um, I just want her, when she's writing that way from this movie, that is probably going to get nominated for some Oscar, I want her to give mm-hmm. us new music. Because she has been seen lately with yeah. some new, you know, like really like Fame of Monster era type of, you know, uh, looks. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of mm-hmm. like dialing back from that, yeah. from that era. Yeah. And she did a, a song that kind of went under the radar and nobody paid attention to called The Cure. Um, yeah, you know about it, right? It's so no. good. She released it, like, last year, I think, and, um, nobody's talking about it. It was so good. It was so, like, not poker face, but, like... I didn't even hear about it. And I, I know. That I, I know. And, and nobody did. I had to, like, listen to the people, hey, The Cure is great. Go ahead. <laughs> and it's, like, when... And every time things that happen, it's, like, I need... Y'all have the coins, to have better marketing. You don't need me in your yeah. team to do all the marketing. Yeah. I, I could do yeah. it greatly, but y'all don't have a new team, so you need to sure. muddle through somehow. I need y'all yeah. to get you together and market the shit well. Because something that yes. that's happened a lot when great artists are not marketing well, marketed well as far mm-hmm. as there's product, and this the music is not being played nowhere, and they're like mm-hmm. really talented, and you have... The Camila Cabellos of the world that are whack ass shit and out here charting. <laughs> it's no, it's no, you know what? That's shit. Yeah, all old shit. I don't like her. But, you know what I mean? It's like, I need y'all to get shit together. Not everybody can be Beyonce, like, and yes, just drop an album, so. like, at 11.59 during, like, yeah. you know, whatever, and, and on Twitter, mm-hmm. and have no marketing about it. Like, not everybody can do that. You you, you cannot. Because Beyonce has been around for a, for a, a while now, you know, leading up to that moment. Mm-hmm. Like, since... Uh, 97, no, 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 you know, waiting on the walls. Like, she has been around yes. here. So, <laughs> y'all want to act like it's just, hey, my music is out on a playlist on Spotify and listen to it. No. Market the fuck out of it. Give us yeah, music no. videos. Give us performances. <laughs> yes. But yes. it is what it is. They don't want to be doing the work. So, I guess the only one that does the work, Beyonce, is on right. top and everybody else is not. That's it. Because right. I generally right. think that if people were, if everybody was as you know, has the same work ethic that she had, the game would be a little bit different. She would still would be exactly. the, the, the baddest bitch, but some other girls would be popping too. You know what I mean? Yes. Because yes. The, the gap between her and everybody else is so large that it's not even it's not, it's not even fair. Right. But it's like, right. y'all, don't, I'm not putting the work she is putting. So ultimately, right. what are we talking about? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
I digress. So let's <laughs> <laughs> let's move to the next segment. Uh, what am I saying this week? All right, so for what I'm listening this week, and you know what I do when I have a guest on, I ask them what all they're listening this week. So, Colton, tell the girls what's happening on okay. your phone. So, when it comes to what's listening, like, again, like I told you earlier in the show, like, I just, like, I've been really, really busy. So, like, I, I'm really bad about listening to stuff when it first comes out. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trash at that. Like, I have to, like, see it repeatedly for me to be like, okay, let me get into this. So, like, I just don't, don't scream at me. I just got on a Daniel Caesar train. Hey. And, like, I haven't even made it through the entire album. Like, I just, uh, his, um, you know, the NPR Tiny Desk concerts. Ooh, Have you seen those? Yes, I did. He did, he, he did one and he Isn't did the, get um, you? He, he brought, yeah, he brought her on and they did, um, Oof. best part. Her is my girl, but go off sis. I'm not going to interrupt you. Oh my God. When I saw that, I was like, this, I, I've been asleep. I'm, know, I'm so babe. glad I finally woke up. When you like, it me. gave me, oh it my God, crazy. it gave me everything. Mm. It gave me everything. So I need to listen to his whole album. I'm not going to lie. I, I think I may do that song and another one, but I've just been listening to Best Part like over and over and over again. Mm, so best part that's is like my good. Best part <laughs> is, I'm sorry, but I, I did, I talked about it on the show, of course I did. Best part is, first of all, her, I have known of her before, Daniel, and um, mm-hmm. she she's doing something that nobody is doing as far as music mm-hmm. this year, and she was in great music. But this song, like, the two together, the tone mm-hmm. of their voices is so crisp, it's, and so, whew. like, you can hear every note, and, like, it's so airy, yeah. it just sits so beautifully, because it's not like yes. a vocal moment, you know what I mean? It's more so the emotions you know, behind it. Yes. It's just so good. It's just so good. Yes. And I love that. Like, I love, I love the airiness, like that word that you use. I love the airiness of their voices. Mm, and I, it, it almost, honestly, it kind of makes me think back about our discussion here earlier about Nicki Minaj. Like, I feel like this, like, generation, like, we are, like, getting frustrated with lack of substance. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's why, like, artists like SZA and Daniel Caesar and her, like, they're coming back and they're giving us that, like, that same like emotion that mm. like we miss from 90s r&b music yes. and it's like it's not on 90s r&b but it's no. still giving you that connection and i think we're getting frustrated with music that lacks connection which is why i feel like nikki is now struggling yes. and even cardi b like she has like her music has more of a connection but like people connect with her in her rawness mm-hmm. so i feel like that's why like stuff like that is like because i've been that's another thing i've been listening to i've been listening to invasion of privacy yeah hey, hey. uh, like get some grab get some chicken thing. get some grab get some chicken <laughs> <laughs> and okay. like her song and you talked about this on your show um the song with chance the rapper Ooh. uh best life mm, mm, listen mm, to that mm, mm, all mm. the freaking time um, and I've been listening to Scissors album over and over again, and I've just been kind of, like, on a 90s R&B kick, like, mm-hmm. listening to, like, Jagged Edge and, like, Neo Soul, like, Floor Tree and Music Soul Child, like, that's kind of, like, where I've been right now, 
And honestly, I've been listening to a lot of gospel music because, again, your girl trying to make moves. I'm trying to make shit happen. And I mm. need stuff to keep me uplifted. Like, yes. I can't even listen to no trap shit right now. Like, I, I need I feel you. to keep mm-hmm. me happy and, like, focused and, like, feeling, like, purposeful. So that's what's been on my list. Like, love. Love and 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 empowerment in Jesus. That's what's been on my playlist right Come now. On, Jesus, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man. All right. So, uh, so someone that actually needs Jesus, Christina Aguilera. Um, <laughs> so you about to kill my girl, bro. You about to no. slay her? Okay. So Christina Aguilera came out with her new album called Liberation. A uh, little mm-hmm. context here. She haven't put out any album in the last six years. So that was Golly. one of her most anticipated projects, you know, yeah. thus far. And um, overall, it's a good project. Um, I think that the sound of it, the, you know, artistic direction of it is quite good and is really cohesive and you have like a specific sound on the album. That's your word of the episode, cohesive. Cohesive. Yeah, I, I like something to be cohesive. I like things that look right and to be, okay, I'm trying to convey a vision that looks good, to, well put together. Mm-hmm. And uh, that album is giving me that. Is the vision okay. good? That's another conversation. But, <laughs> uh, so Miss Thing, um, the own, two things. So my favorite, of, my, my least favorite, I would go start with, least favorite is, are... Uh, the first five songs, they're not good. They're just not. I wish they were, but they're not. Um, she's doing like, and Mama can, the thing with like, Chris Nagara is that, and that nobody can take away from her. Mama can sing. Like, Chris Nagara can sing. And she has shown. I feel like she's definitely one of the best singers of like, our like, years. Like, yes, yes. Vocals just off the chain. Vocally, she is amazing. But, the thing is, we are not in this diva era anymore. You know what I mean? Uh-uh. Like, it's, no. not, it's not like the and 90s. And it makes me sad, but it's true. It is. We're, we're, we're not. And I live for it. Listen, I'm a gay man, so I live for it because I can sing her ass <laughs> off. Like, I live yes. for that, right? And even, but the thing is, I like now artists, and the new artists are giving you, like, more subtle vocal moments, but are adding... Yes really modern and forward projection to it that makes a whole like Daniel Caesar like and Dennis her and her and yeah and I think the, the real good example of that is Kalani Kalani's music is uh-huh. for me a great like it's the epitome of that it's how she's able to convey a nice focal moment but to a nice like lyrically wise it's really well written and on top of that production is amazing like Kalani's production of music is uh-huh. on point on point uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And the album, which the thing that I like about it is that she doesn't look like someone from the past that tried to be relevant. She still managed yeah. to sound like she really fit in really well within our time in 2018. Um, okay. The thing is that album has too many songs that are just not good enough for me to say that it's an amazing album. And on top yeah. of that, she didn't put music from like six years. So you would think that she will give you something spectacular, yeah. right? And it's just not. Right. But on the other hand, some yeah. songs are really good. So let me tell you the one that you should listen to. Like I Do is a bop. It's a total bop. I think it's probably going to be on a single soon. Going to have a music video for it. And it okay. has to be on radio because it's really, really good, right? Like I okay. Do, great. Start with a nice rap. I'm not even like a rap girl like that, but 
Gold Ling is his name. He is doing the damn thing. Nice. Oh my fella. god, my co-host loves Gold Ling. Oh my god, love, love, yes, love Gold Ling. He is featured with Christina Aguilera, and that song is great. Okay. So like I do. Okay, that makes amazing. me feel good. I trust you on that one because Gold Link, yeah, he's yeah. Wrong. No, he he's great. Like he, I need to check out his music because from that, it's it's lit. Uh, then you have Deserve. That is a great song. It's like really, it's like pop, slightly R and B. Uh, beautifully sung, beautifully written by the girl. Uh, her name is Jill Michaels. She did a song called Issues, really big hit. Um, okay. And um, so for the whole song, the uh, lower key is sang by another person. His name is oh. MNEK. He's like a British black gay guy. He makes okay. amazing music. I talked about it last week or the week before. I can't get into him. MNEK, I have the biggest crush on him because he's fine. That's great. But <laughs> like, he's everything. Get into him. MNEK. This um, okay. is great. The song that is excellent is called Pipe. It's featuring XNDA. I don't know who she is. But Pipe is amazing. It's like a subdued, like really R&B moment. It slings. It's pretty. It's brought written. And it's like not too much of a reach for her. She's giving you like a simple vocal moment. Not trying to be too much. You know, because Chrysler like goes for it and do all the runs in the book. Yes. You know, and and I'm not mad at it because she, because she can't, because to be really honest with you, if I had the range, I would run all the way down. All the time. All the time. All the freaking time. Like I would just sing Listen, I would sing everything, right? And, um, (laughs) She's not she's not doing that too much and she's like really giving you like a mm-hmm. a nice vocal moment. So Pipe is excellent, really great. Okay. Um uh, then you have Masochist, really like pop. It's pretty straight up pop, straight up um it's a pretty song. Not too much than love for me, but I like it. And the last now, which song which one is that one? It's called Masochist. Masochist. Ma- okay. Okay. Uh weird title, but love it. Um, and last song is a battle. It's a, it's a battle. It's a ballad, sorry. Uh, you know, piano ballad, really slow. And it's like a cute mm-hmm. ballad. It's called Unless It's With You. It's about how she doesn't she does want to be bar- married to someone unless it is with them. So it's cute. It's not giving okay. a lot of substance, you know, as far as emotion goes. Because, you know, when you go from like a, an iconic ballad such as Hurt, it's hard to top that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's a great album. Um, I like it. I didn't knew that uh, she had so many stands. Like the girls were showing out. Listen, I was, on, and I even tweeted it. I was like, "Oh my god, where where y'all been this last six years? Oh yeah, she didn't put any music out, so she didn't. You weren't able to like, you know, celebrate your queen. But now that she's out, everybody's getting their life, and um, it's it's just but like. Didn't she? Didn't right. she do a song with Future or something like that? Yeah, she did Accelerate. That a lot of people. That's think in is the bad. five that you said that wasn't good. No, I like it. I said it was good. I said it okay. was good. I said it was okay. a new sound okay. for her, and uh, it's okay. really different. It really unexpected, you know, as because we didn't hear. Because like, I listened to it because you mentioned it on one of your past shows, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm-hmm. it grew on me. I think Accelerate is the. Typical song, like at first, I was like, Oh, that's interesting. I'm not, I don't know if I like it. And then I listened to it mm-hmm. more, and I was like, Oh, I like mm-hmm. it. I just wish, um, what's his name? Um, Two Chains was not on it. Yeah, he two, oh, to, Two Chains, that's what it was, yeah. not Future. Two Chains, <laughs> yeah, Two Chains and Young Thug, I think, are on it. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Two Chains is try is attempting, yeah, I would say, attempting to sing, and it's not giving me anything Mm-mm. that I need. Mm-mm. So if we would Mm-mm. remove that, the song would be better. <laughs> Uh, but I like it because it was weird. I like a weird prediction. You know what I mean? I like when mm-hmm. it's weird and it still works and has like some pop moments to it. And that mm-hmm. so it was giving me that. And it's, you know, okay. just, like to come back into the scene, she had to 
put something really like unexpected. She's not gonna give us like a dirty or a I don't know, you know, from something from her strip era, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's a great album. The stands are, are happy about it. Um, there's some songs I'm gonna keep, pipe and accelerate and all that are cute. A huge chunk of that album will ne- I will never listen to, to again. It is no shade. Um, Stale. The Falling Line song with Demi Lovato is just garbage. I am sorry. It's not good. It's just... Wait, so she did a song with Demi? She did. And I live for Demi, to be and honest. And it wasn't good? It was not good. And you know what? You know what? You might like it. I don't know. But for me, in my house, we don't feature her. Listen, <laughs> it's a situation where... Demi can sing her ass off and Christina can yeah. too. And the thing is, like, mm-hmm. when you have two amazing divas singing, it might thing, be Clash of the Titans. Exactly. Instead of singing in a way that would complement, you know, the other's mm-hmm. voice, they kind of try to top each other when they sing. And it's like, you know, two tops don't you know, go well together. You know what it is? When you have two divas like that, like, it has to be perfectly complimentary mm. like how Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston gave yes. us that song back in the gap. Yes. Like two very much so. divas that can sing but very two different mm-hmm. vocals. Mm-hmm. So it complimented each other but Demi and Christina kind of have the same voice. They Christina's do. a better singer than Demi yes. but they have the same vocal range so mm-hmm. I could see where that would clash. Yeah. I, I, okay. Okay. It's, okay. It's like... And the chorus is weird, and it's just like harmonies on top of harmonies, and they're all belted, and it's like, wait, mm. it's too, too much. It's way too much. And Like, love- you would probably have a headache if you was in the studio while it was yeah. being recorded. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. And they did it like, live. Tyl- give me the Tylenol, bitch. Give me the Tylenol. <laughs> yeah, get, get, like, pour in my mouth, girl, because I cannot. Uh, no, it's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lot. It's really a lot. And I wish it was better because I love Demi Lovato. Her last yeah. album, it was good. Like, I was... Yeah. Nobody talked about it. Nobody was really here for it. But personally, on that show, I was. I said that it was a cute album. And she can sing. I always loved her since her... I haven't days. listened to Demi's album, but I do, like... I randomly sorry, not sorry. Sorry. I was I ran, like randomly. It's, I'll just start singing it. Like it's it's it's, a, it's excellent. It's a great song. Yeah, it's a great it single. Like it's great. It's just great. And it might be like the video does kind of give me a little black girl appropriation, but I don't care. Like I like Jimmy. So to okay. be really honest with you, I, I never watched the video. I, I, I just skipped to the song. It gave me like it almost gave me like Beyonce party vibes, like her, oh, uh, like her outfit. Okay. And so like, when when we when we finish recording, go watch the video. You'll see what I'm saying. Like so, it's kind of like I'm being kind of like a cool, like I, I have black friends. Like it kind of gave me that vibe. Okay. But I just like I like Demi, so I really I don't care. I yeah. like her. Okay. <laughs> you know that's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> onto somebody else that tries to you know. Rise to you know the main stage, and it's kind of like lacking on that part. Um, Chance their happy little brother, Taylor Bennett. Mm. Uh, last year he came out, you know, as a gaming, and um, Migos got dragged because they had something to say about it. And uh, I don't know if you oh, remember that. Oh, this was the guy that the that yeah. Migos got dragged for. I didn't mm-hmm. know who it was when yes, they when they heard it, but I just you know I heard the Migos. It's him. Dragged, so. It's very him. So, um. Uh, um, so he looks a lot like his brother. Let's be real. He had... No, okay. So like, <laughs> just side note. Come on. Just side note. When you sent me the link for it and I, and like you had in the parentheses Chance the Rapper's gay little brother, I was yeah. like, 
I, I thought you like I thought you said he looked like he's Chance the Rapper's gay little brother. Like I didn't realize he actually <laughs> Chance the Rapper's gay little brother. And I pulled up the picture and I was like, who is this husky Chance the Rapper? Who is this? In the looking like he need to be posing in the husky section for JC Penny. Like who is this? But I mean, like he's cute, but I just like he definitely gave he's me like right. husky and Chance the Rapper. Like he's he looked right. like Chance the Rapper that's cornbread fed. Like that's what he's giving me. <laughs> <laughs> no, he um he's all right. He's all right. He's really all right. Um, yeah, I'm not really into like a light skin moment like that, but he's all right. Um, <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, so Taylor Bennett has a new song called "Be Yourself," and it's like, oh my god, mm-hmm. a rapper, gay ass rapper, out, you know, and giving mm-hmm. you like a moment right now. Right, and, right. Uh, on the paper, I love it, and um, there's a lot of gay rappers out here, but they're not giving the 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 opportunity as their straight right. counterparts. That's right. dreadful, but it is the world we live in. But the oppression. Yeah, listen. And um the song is just bad. <laughs> it's I don't okay. Know if it's bad. Listen, listen, I don't know listen. If it's bad. Lyrically, it's interesting and I like it. But okay. as far as a song, you know, song perspective, I don't like the fact that the chorus starts two minutes in. It's like sweetie. Like mm-hmm. I need you to work this out. And it's like it's verse mm-hmm. all the way through until the end, and then it's a verse, and then it's the end. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like, if you want to come out as an artist for the first time, you need a little bit to play by the rules to be relevant. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you yeah, need yeah, to yeah. be able to, like, start with a nice song, give us, like, first, pre-chorus, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, end. Give us, mm-hmm. like, you know, the, the structure. We need an intro. We, we need, need, a, an, we intro. need an introduction to you. Show me you play by the rules and give me a yeah. good introduction. And, and then that make that... Gives the bridge for me to yeah. to listen to your stuff that doesn't play by the rules. That could have been like if if he would have you know came out with an album. That could have been like a single like track number four, and that would be great. It would have fit right in. Right but for right. a single though, I don't know. It has the the. I see where you're going. You know that you know as I'm talking about you know as a as if I were like a pop executive from you know a, yeah. <laughs> and like a record label. <laughs> like I I want him to be great because we don't have enough queer rappers in the game. Right. And he has, uh, Tim's little brother has clout and has power and opportunities that yeah. not everybody has. And I think you bring it, he... you bring in the, you bring in the, pe- you, you are bringing the pressure on him. Like, Oh, and I mean, not that it doesn't rightfully need to be there, mm-hmm. but I mean, you have a point. Like he has, he has a lot of marks that he's hit. So he gotta, he gotta deliver. Yeah. Deliver. Because I know, so there's one, and I will send you the link afterwards. Uh, one gay rapper from Brooklyn, his name is, so he is uh, like gender fluid. So I think mm-hmm. I'm kind of measuring by saying his. So they are what's mm-hmm. used. Um, and uh, they are sickening, first of all. And the name mm-hmm. is like uh, Mr. J or Miss, I don't know, Miss J Boogie. Um, okay. I, they were featured on uh, the Instagram as getting to a black for Black History Month when I was okay. featuring and promoting black underground okay. artists that not I remember really. it. I yeah. remember it. And he was one of them. And he is... And Oh, my God. There is, sorry. Iconic. Just getting to it. And they're, and they're out there. A lot of gay rappers. Nobody's, not everybody is great. But some of them are pretty good. And deserve the chance mm-hmm. to be in the limelight. And, to you know, have a front, seat at the table. And have a seat at the table. And uh, I just wish that Till Bennett, onward, will give us a more... A better performance. Just be real. Mm-hmm. Like, a better performance. I need better music from him. If mm-hmm. this is the part you want to go in, you know, be a rapper yeah. as well as your brother, 
Okay, and on top of that, you have to tap your brother. That is, if you were, if yeah. you were gay or not, they will still, you know, compare you to your brother. First of all, right? First right. of all, it's like a, right. a Solange Beyonce situation. They will still compare you too, right? Mm-hmm. But clearly, you're not giving giving a Solange because Solange is her own thing on her own. Like she has nothing exactly. Like I was her about sister. to say, like, but Solange made her own. Lane she made her own lane, and she, and she did that. Not like, Nothing like Beyonce, like nothing made like her it. own lane. Then, and it, I feel like it took her a while to get there. She like, don't took get me her wrong. A minute. It, no, 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 no. It, it took, took her a minute, minute but she did. So just be mm. patient with Taylor Follow. That's what I'm saying. Be yeah. be patient. I'm be I'm, patient with her. I'm open and I'm always gonna support like black artists. Like I'm here for it. Like I'm I'm gonna support mm-hmm. and I will listen to everything else that comes out because I ultimately mm-hmm. I wanna love it. I wanna stand. I'm like, yes, right. bet you did a damn thing. <laughs> Let me retweet. Let me put some amazing looks on Instagram and feature you on it. Like, I want to be that girl. But you're going to need to mm-hmm. deliver me an amazing product in the first place. That's my point. Right. Okay. I understand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that is for what I'm listening this week. And we shall move to the next segment. So for what I'm watching this week, you know, as for, you know, as uh, I did for what I'm listening this week, I asked my guest, what are they watching this week? So, Colton. Okay. So, I'm going to be quick because, I'm, I'm again, I'm really trash at, like, when it comes to listening and watching stuff when it's new. Because, um, again, like, I just, you know, a bitch work three jobs. So, like, I don't, I don't I have time to just be watching I stuff. I feel you. So, <laughs> but typically by the time I get home, like it's rerun time. Like I literally put it on MTV two, mm-hmm. and I'm watching Martin and uh, Martin reruns and Wayne's brother reruns. Um, if I could catch me a good old nasty living single marathon, I'm happy with that. Um, I am stuck in the '90s. Like, and I, I, I can't say I'm mad at myself for that. No, um, I know there's a way. lot of good stuff out, but I just, I don't know. Like, so, and I will binge on Wild and Out. Oh my God, I will watch Wild and Out all day if I could like I absolutely love it and I, I think because I'm just such like a comedy stan mm-hmm. like I just I love laughing and I think that like inspires me to like be so like whatever I do when I talk so like I constantly watch that stuff and kind of feed myself with it so I'm always watching like comedy reruns of like 90s classics Black and stuff show, like that yeah. okay pretty much pretty much I get it I, you know what that's true because there's I feel that because that's the thing about this podcast that kind of forced me to be like hey you got to Try new things every day, every week, so that you can mm-hmm, tell what's good mm-hmm. and what isn't. Because if you're for that for that show, I'm the type of bitch that stays on the same playlist for a year, watch the same shows. <laughs> like for instance, I love Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I've watched it back to back at least five times because I love that much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh-huh, um, uh-huh. if I had to give you like some black shows, like current black shows that are really great, I don't know if you have seen uh-huh. it, but Chewing Gum, have you seen it? I've heard of it it's sweetie it's on netflix it's the black girl her name is michaela coel and she is this really she so her mom is extremely christian okay and she is you know uh, towards the end of her teenage years i think she's like a young adult at this point and never had sex with anybody and she's horny as fuck (laughs) i'm I'm afraid (laughs) yeah she is she is and the show is depicting this black girl in the um i think it's in london i believe like in the project in uh Mm -hmm. in england and it's like a new type of depiction of a black woman that is hilarious and really Mm -hmm. like real to her own story because she is writing it 
executive producer in it, and uh, she's from Ghana, I believe. Yeah, she's from, her partner. Her mom is from Ghana. Nice. And uh, she she won a BAFTA awards for this, which is the uh, England like Amy's, and uh, it's mm-hmm. amazing. So you should definitely watch it. It's cute. Like okay. between you know two episodes of uh, the Wayne's Brother or anything. Like, get into that. It's cute. It's you know, it's okay. not a much. It's really short, so you're gonna be mad. We're gonna finish it. But yeah. Oh, then again, don't watch it in front of your mom. Don't watch it in front of your mom because this. Song... Oh no, you ain't gotta worry about that. Okay, because <laughs> I she walked in on one of the scenes and it was like, Ugh! no, it's it's a lot. It's a lot because it's funny. Okay. It's, you know, like the British sense of humor is a little bit special sometimes. Yeah, and can be like a little bit footing for someone from the outside looking in. So it's like it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. But okay, yeah. chewing gum, great I'm, show. I'm gonna get into it. I'm gonna get into it just because you recommended it. And on top of that. uh, Oh no, you don't watch Insecure, do you? No, you haven't watched it. I I I want to so bad, and I just I I just never get around to it. Okay, where, where you have time, Insecure is. I got to I got to get my shit together. It's okay, I I understand, but I, I'm gonna get into it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so another show that you get into, pause on FX. Ooh. Oh my God. Okay, so, um, oof, I'm getting high right now because this show. <laughs> So the show is produced by Ryan Murphy. Um, he did Glee, which I was a fan of when I was a kid. Of course, every uh-huh. teenager was into Glee, I guess. Um, he did Scream Queens <laughs> that got canceled because the show was a little bit too much on the side. Um, yeah. But the thing is, like, Ryan Murphy is like a white gay man, right? And I do not stand <laughs> these girls. And it's like, there's a lot of things to impact here, but, but we don't have time to go there. My point is that <laughs> I was afraid, because Pose is about the 70s ballroom scene. You know, mm-hmm. that was originated by queer, trans, black mm-hmm. uh, people. And to have a white dude producing it, I was afraid at first that he would... Rightfully so. Yeah, because there's a white dude in the cast, like a recurrent, you know, cast member that has his own storyline in there. And I was afraid that that storyline would trump over anybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From mm-hmm. episode one, it does not at all. So I was happy about that. Um, it is one of the most, uh, the cast that has the most trans black woman from every cast ever. So it's mm-hmm. amazing. And the thing is that the show is really like trendsetting as far as being a show about a community that really have been marginalized. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because mm-hmm. ultimately, for those of you who don't know, black people in New York, not black people, but queer black people were, you know, um, were cast away from their families and for every spaces. So ultimately, that they create their own spaces, of which, course, which led to the ballroom community. Mm-hmm. And there is like from just that, like having a lens of that, it's amazing. But as a, and I want to talk about the show not because it's just has trans women of color. It's great, but as far yeah. as a show, and I'm I'm gonna judge the acting, the budget, all that. It's amazing. It's nice. beautifully done, beautifully written, and Ryan Murphy. The has, trailer looked beautiful. I had the trailer is iconic. Show, but just, just looking at the trailer mm-hmm. was beautiful. Like I was like, okay, they put they they they, they put money into this. They put money, they put into, money this. into this. They did, and Ryan Murphy as an eye and makes everything like epic looking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it looks just so well done, and the scripts are great. And I'm really something I'm big on script. I like good dialogues. I don't want corny ass shit. I need you to work on this script <laughs> and make things relatable, things smart and quick. And it was mm-hmm. giving me that. And I think the highlight of the show is the lead actress. Her name is Blanca Rodriguez. Um, and when I tell you that she is acting her ass out, 
really? is giving you like you know remember like on some scene of like how do we get murdered when Viola Davis is giving you monologues or like, yes. Washington on on Scandal she is giving uh-huh. you that but as right. the perspective of a trans black woman it's like okay. oh my god bitch like she is giving me everything and it's like this show and I'm not I'm not someone that cries I don't cry even the show I really mentioned I'm not I just not I just don't but watching this show I cheered up a little bit and was really emotional yeah. and it's yeah I know and I, it's like it's hard to get through to me like that really it's not that I wanna, I'm not like like a tough nigga that shit it's just I do not, I'm just just not a crier right now but I was say let me find out you hard Falu let me find out you hard <laughs> Let me find out you a thug out there in them French streets, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Perhaps, listen, you don't know, you know, I kind of create my image. So perhaps there's like, you know, a tough fellow in these streets. But whatever. (laughs) I digress. Uh, The acting is spectacular. It's absolutely spectacular. And I just hope that the show, because they started strong. Episode one is made for it's a pilot, all right? And it's kind of like mm-hmm. laying the storylines of everybody and the pacing is really great. So you get to get like a, you know, a hint of everybody on the cast. Mm-hmm. Everything is really well put together, really well connected. Um it doesn't happen too fast as far as like think about Empire first season for instance. For those mm. of you that have seen it, there's a lot happening. Yes. <laughs> there's so many things yeah. happening. It's like, whoa, chill. Like, yes. <laughs> take, a, take a breathe, take, take a deep breath, and then go on. And um, on that one episode, there's a lot happening, but it's not too much to handle because it's just their stories as people, as black people in the 70s. That was what uh-huh. that was happening. And okay. um, it's really made, like, it's giving you everything you need. It's giving you everything you need, and at the end of the episode, if you don't like it, just don't look. Don't don't look at. It. Stop it right there. But mm-hmm. it may. It's. I don't know how they managed to do it, but it's like a uh, a forest by us feel. Even though it's made by the white men, <laughs> so it's weird. Mm-hmm. So I feel weird <laughs> by saying this because it's like it. You know what I mean? It's weird, but it's like yeah. it's. It doesn't. It's not preachy. It's real as shit, and it doesn't need to be like really like explanatory because you know from people that are not really acquainted with the queer history and all that, there may be a lot to handle. But mm-hmm. that shines the light mm-hmm. on the community that has been here for a long ass time, and it has originated mm-hmm. a lot of words like the words "read," "shade," "realness," and all that. Who think mm-hmm. like even in that shit? Who you exactly. think got? You know what I mean? Like it's not me. It's not black. No, it's not me. Yeah. I've list. It's like people that have paved the way for us. You know, yes. and um, that I've been, they've been doing this, and I'm happy mm-hmm. that that show is out, and it's complete this new era we are in. There's another show called My House, which is a documentary on two days barroom community, and I have, okay. a, I have an after show on about it when I talk about it with my good friend Ray Common from the Curfew Black Nerd. That's what uh, uh, Texan podcasters, so which is great mm-hmm. too, and it's giving you like. I'm just happy that people that never knew about it get to know it and see the amazingness that it is because it's a great uh-huh. space, really welcoming of people that have been casted out of a society and decided to create their own. So, nice. Yeah, nice. pause in our FX, get into it. It's really great. I was like, you didn't give me some homework. You didn't give me some homework, but <laughs> I'm going to get into it. I did. But, you know, there's only one episode for pause. And, um, I don't know. No, I just know there's two. There's two now. But... It's just, it, it made me so happy. It made me so yeah. happy. It really did. The trailer really made me happy, so I'm here for it. So, yeah, it's really great. 
Uh, then Sense8 Finale, Sense8. Uh, do you know this show Sense8? It's on Netflix. Yeah, know what? Sense8, the show Sense8. It it's called Sense8. No, mm-mm. I didn't hear about that until you told me about it. It's, um, the show was, uh, I think it was season 16, I think. And it's pretty much, so the concept of the show is people around the world, like eight people. And they have, they, one day they wake up and they're all connected. Right, their minds are connected, and it's not just telepathy when they just talk to one another, but they feel what the other people is feeling. Right, so oh. for instance, one scene, there's one dude. He's he's in a, uh, in Kenya, in Africa, right, and he's getting mugged, right, and one of the person he's connected with is like she's this um, North uh, South Korean girl. I live for her, and she is a art, uh, martial arts uh, champion, right, and she is kind of uh-huh. like taking his body and beating his body. It's beating everybody's ass. It's it's epic. The show is epic. Oh, it's a nice. really it's a really great show. Nice. And it's kind of also as pause giving because there's like a trans uh, woman on the um, on the thing and a gay guy too. So it's kind of really open as far okay. as types of people in general. And okay, the, representation. Okay, re- diversity. Di- this show is is literally the definition of diverse. We got Mexican guy, Indian guy, North Korean guy, black guy from Africa. It's really like it's it's a point to make diverse. And, uh, and they got money. That's the thing. Because one senior in Berlin, one senior in Paris, one senior in Seattle. It's like, it's money. Nice. Money is pointed to this. They show that got canceled okay. because it was too pricey to produce. Like uh, the Get Down, wow. that was also uh, canceled too. And wow. um, they just shot the finale for season two. And um, the finale was really great. It kind of put a nice bow to the story. And it's amazing. Uh, a lot of people were happy about it. And if the, sh- the season two finale does well on um do well sorry on netflix they might restart the show for season three so a bitch is helpful okay so we'll see about that <laughs> i hope uh and lastly we have champions with by wrote by midi calling so i'm on netflix right like uh-huh. yesterday or the day before and i see two white dudes on some sort of you know artwork from a tv show and i'm like oh no i'm not, I'm not doing that because it's not i'm not a demographic to that and then, right. for I don't know, for, by mistake, I click and play the trailer, and I see that they have like a mixed race Indian gay kid, and I'm like, oh my god, uh, that okay. that might be a T. And then I see that Mini Calling right. is waiting in it, and I'm like, okay, I live for this because I live for Mini Calling. Um, <laughs> she wrote a book called uh, I think everyone else is hanging out with me. Great book, and she has a weird sense of humor oh, that I okay. that I appeal to. Uh, she has a show called The Mini Project. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, she's weird. She's weird as okay. fuck, but I live, I live for her. And um, the show is really good. They make so many jokes about straight white men. Like, so many. It's so good. It's just, <laughs> it's just great. It's just, like, white people reading each other for being white. And, um... Okay, I, don't know, it's I just, like it. It's funny. It's really funny. And the, there's, like, a gay... Really, like, stereotypical gay kid, too, in there. That they're, like, giving him death as far as the show goes. And mm-hmm. um, he, he's, like, really, like, stereotypical. Like, the you know, white gays that live for um, Broadway and all that stuff. Like, he's giving uh-huh, you very uh-huh. that. And he's like, I don't okay. know, he must be like 15, but he's a hell of an actor, so he's doing very a good job. And oh, that's uh, good. That's I good. finished this show in one evening. Like, it's, it took me a second <laughs> to finish it. So, yeah, I'm crazy. Wow. I binge watch it like this. <laughs> and uh, Champions, yeah, get into it, girl. I did not expect, and the cast is really okay. great. It's like two dudes from Brooklyn to have a gym, an old gym. And uh, okay. in their team, there's like this black dude. There's this Indian girl too, and uh, the lo- 
it's like the jokes are really like woke. <laughs> it's like this is what yeah. I would say. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They kind of like talk. They, they mentioned like Flint crisis in Michigan for one second. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. It's really woke as fuck, and I'm like, oh my god. Okay, Mindy, go off. Like, I'm not mad at it. I'm reading up that. So, substance is the new wave. Like, it for really real, for real. is. It's like I, I, I don't think you can be able to watch a show now and them just th- living in the world there's where everything is all right. You know what I mean? They talk about literally mm-hmm. every issue. Yeah, exactly. About women being treated, you know, the Me Too movement and all that. So, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. It's really great. It's really, really great. But yeah, that was my week as good. far as thing that I'm watching. Love all right. It. So, yeah, that was good. Champions. Um, all right, all right, all right. So, Cortland, tell the legendary children, yes. where can they find you? Okay, so I'm gonna plug the podcast first. Yes. Uh, until it's understood till I die. Mm-hmm. So, um, come on, come to my website is C. <laughs> the website is cmuradio.com, and you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at cmuradio. And then we also have a Facebook page that I low key slack at keeping up with, but like it anyways. Um, it's clearly misunderstood. And um, again, our season premiere, season ten premiere slash hundredth uh, episode is gonna drop. Um, next Wednesday, 6.20. So I'm so excited to get back in the studio and, and cut up with my foolish, foolish co-hosts mm. that I love so much. They're like my brothers. Um, and yeah, so if you're looking for a good laugh, like, we are definitely the podcast for you. We, like, one of my favorite tweets we got recently was, um, shout out to Toby Talk. She has a podcast as well. She said, y'all made my disrespectful hour and a half commute feel like 30 minutes of chilling with my friends in the South. And that just like tweets like that, like just make my heart just warm up so much. So mm-hmm. you know, get into get into us, baby. It, get, and, uh, yes, very much so. Get into <laughs> I I I'm a stand, but go off. <laughs> and um, you can find you can follow me on social media personally at it's i t s k j n a e. So that's k j e n a e. Um, that's my Twitter. That's my Instagram. Um, follow me. I typically follow back. Uh, and so, yeah, definitely follow me. I try to keep it interesting. Um, again, I, I've been busy, but, you know, I'm about to I'm about to start cutting up and slaying. So, yeah, definitely follow me because I hopefully I can score a ticket to the BET Awards. So um, hopefully I'm yes. whew, look if this look if this rush order praise that up, I, uh, from ASOS come in mm. in time, I bet it's going to be slaying. So, uh, yeah, as long as it come in and fit. I'm going to be good. If not, I might be wearing a paperback to the BET Awards, but at least I'm being that bitch. So. Listen, get you, get your seat at the table, girl. Get your seat. All that matters. Listen. To a table, a chair, a stool. <laughs> Shit, I'll, I'll pull up a, 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 a paper bag to that bitch. I'm just trying to get there. Listen. No, no, no. Get your connections, you know, get your, like, networking face on, you know, yes, get yes. some people's cards and all that and make your moves, girl. Yes, 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 yes. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to be the next, you know, I'm trying to be this millennial's Oprah. That's what I'm trying to be. So, you know. <laughs> yes. Okay. Put in, <laughs> put, put into the universe. Yes. 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 All right. So, uh, for me, you don't get to follow my personal social media. But this show, though, <laughs> uh, Instagram, at Get Into a Pod. Twitter, Get Into a Pod. I'll be on Tumblr, Facebook, Pinterest, and all that. All that good shit. Just it is links in the show notes. Um, every link, every um, handles that our girl KJ have uh, said will be on the show notes as well. <laughs> uh, you can listen to the show notes, teacher. 
Apple Music, uh, not Apple Music, Apple Podcast on SoundCloud. Yes. iHeartRadio, you know, everywhere you can listen to podcasts. So I'm like, type, get into a podcast yes. on your yes. search engine and you will, you know, stumble on to me. Uh, thank you. Thank you <laughs> so much, Colton. For being on the Thank show. Thank you for having me. That also. was so And your so Instagram fun. been popping. Let me plug you right quick. Let me <laughs> plug you right quick. Your Instagram, your graphics, like, I'm like, damn, this bitch really on one. Like, you made me want to get my shit together. I'm like, yeah, your Instagram been popping. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I'm glad that you see it. <laughs> because, thank you. Really, thing. I really appreciate it. But thank you so much for coming through. Because that was so fun. That was like an hour and... <laughs> hold on, let me say the time what it is. It's an hour and 20 minutes. I, th- listen, I had fun. <laughs> it was great. Cannot wait to have you on again. Because definitely going to do this again. Yes. And uh, we might meet... Soon, perhaps you know, put that uh-huh. put that in the universe. Uh-huh. Uh, so get into that too. And um, thank you so much, guys, <laughs> for listening to the show. I don't know where you you here, but you still show up, and I'm here, grateful and appreciate you. Uh, and I see you next week for episode forty five. No Trump. Uh, yeah, episode. So <laughs> bye, y'all. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>